You are the man now, dog. 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 Hello and welcome to the Man Dog Pod. It's the Improv and Conversation Podcast with me, Dan Lippert, and my co-host, Ryan Never Crying Rosenberg. Oh my god, you got me. <laughs> this is the one time. What's up, Dan? How are you? I love that. Ryan, Ryan started crying and I immediately said we have to start the episode. We need <laughs> yeah, to get you busted my ass, dude. <laughs> Big time. Uh, what's up? How are you? I, or did you ask how I'm doing? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Fine, good, good. Yeah. We, we, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm just excited about the episode today. We got two funny, two funny guests, two funny friends. Yeah, this is a guaranteed good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know when I say that, these might be the type of people who now feel a little pressure about it. Yeah, just but, saw some uh, eyebrows go up, saying "uh oh," <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> as if to say. But they might have just farted in their own rooms and smelled it, and that's why their eyebrows went. That up. is true. These we'll two see. guests, they could have. I believe that as well. Um, business wise, let's just get it out of the way because no one even wants to hear it. But if you want to hear the business, this is the part. If you don't, skip it forward 15 seconds with that little button. Patreon.com slash you're the man now dog is where you can get the paid version of all our episodes. You can subscribe to the podcast, which means longer versions of the episodes with deleted scenes, video of all the episodes, and extra weekly two person episodes with Ryan and I where we either do improv, have conversations ourselves. Or et cetera. Or et cetera, which is a real grab bag, which everybody likes. <laughs> yeah, people like not knowing what they're getting. But more importantly, we have a great episode right now. Let's live in the present and bring on our guests. Our first, first timer, I believe. First time and 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 long time, meaning it should have been earlier because <laughs> uh, she's so funny. Katie Platner. Hi, Katie. Hi. That is what long time means. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Too thank long you a time without inviting. That's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have um, one of those like uh, beanbag things that you heat up in the microwave to put around your neck and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had it sitting on my lap and it just ripped open and spilled all the little beans all over. Oh, oh no. my gosh. Oh, no. Okay. Do you need a bean break? No, there's that's a our first right bean break, ladies that's and gentlemen. First. We're taking a bean break. <laughs> Sip a coffee or wow. clean up your microwave bag. It's a bean break. Wow! I thought I an, could contribute a new segment to the show. My first time on an early bean break, and we can't now mention beans without shouting out Paul F. Tompkins and Darcy Carden because we mentioned beans before on the mm-hmm. podcast, and and got. You know, so someone got their feelings hurt because it wasn't uh, acknowledged that they are our big bean friends. That's right. And I think we can also shout out our next guest when we talk about beans because we thought he was the one who might have farted when his eyebrows raised. (laughs) Well, let's welcome Jake Jabor. Hi, thank you. Yes, I farted. Uh, <laughs> thank you. And I ate jelly beans on the plane yesterday. So, oh, really? a specific a type of bean that doesn't come up as often in the bean conversation. <laughs> a very interesting <laughs> the bean, bean, the jelly variety. <laughs> the jelly bean. That's right. 
Good for you. Were yeah, they... You won't see that on the food pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where do beans fall on the regular food pyramid? Is, is there not a, a segment for legumes? I think, uh, yeah. Yes, but isn't legumes, is it in with vegetables? Am I crazy? No. It might be. They don't have a strong lobby. Uh-huh. So. Right. Lobbying. Lo- yeah, they don't have a strong lobby. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Um, yeah, I think it is the. I feel like I can picture the bottom rung where it's like leafy green, and then like a little bean sitting somewhere in the picture <laughs> that someone photoshopped together like twenty years ago that every kid in America saw. Right. I I bet the food pyramid looks totally different now, and none of us have seen a recent food pyramid i think you're probably right because that thing it became clear that the food pyramid was created by like (laughs) the grain lobby or something grain you're supposed to have 11 servings of grains in three (laughs) meals a day it's like what dairy yeah yeah dairy is has a big segment i'm not convinced that a pyramid is even the shape to determine what you eat Right. Yeah. Well, the big I, I remember the big sort of standardized shift is that they flipped the pyramid upside down. Do you remember that? There was a oh yeah, the, there was a food pyramid, and then uh. they flipped it upside down, saying you should have very little grains, you should have mostly vegetables and fruits, because vegetables and fruits were were the at the rung closest to sweets, which was yeah. which was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like it was like bread and grains. Milk and dairy products, meat, meat, and then fruits and vegetables, sugar crap. And it was like, huh, okay, I'm picking up the message. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dunkaroos made it on my food pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm looking at it here at the bottom of a modern one um, from the Department of Nutrition and the Harvard School of Public Safety is daily exercise and weight control is now the bottom of <laughs> Weight control, that's interesting. Yeah. So just taking care of yourself broadly <laughs> is the first thing. Good. Uh, whole grains is the next. It's it shares a, a, a three item area. It's mm-hmm. whole grains, healthy fats and oils like olive, canola, soy, corn, peanut, uh, sunflower, and other vegetable oils, and then vegetables and fruits. Okay. Next up, we have nuts, seeds, beans, and tofu. Interesting. And those share a rung with fish, poultry, and eggs. Okay. Next up, we have dairy or or vitamin D calcium supplements. (laughs) (laughs) And then use sparingly red meat and butter, refined grains, white bread, rice, and pasta, sugary drinks and sweets, salts, Dunkaroos. (laughs) (laughs) Dunkaroos. Hang it in there. (laughs) I feel like the beef people cannot be happy with this new arrangement. Mm -mm. No. Uh, as one of them, I'm not happy. I'm a beef man. <laughs> well, isn't beef like on the list of next things to go from society? Like, I feel like it's one of the next things to be like, all right, everybody oh, mm-hmm. listen now. This is truly destroying the earth and all of our bodies yep. or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's, yeah. uh, other than the people it employs in America, mm-hmm. uh, there is nothing good about beef mm-hmm. right like it's unhealthy for us the way we treat the cows is bad it's bad for the environment um i heard they're starting to grow beef do you guys hear about that like you know like genetic yeah. whatever where mm-hmm. nothing ever has to live they just grow the beef my question to that is what are they growing it out of it's not like a plant where you can just put it in dirt and beef grows right like what is the substance that- i think it's this is something sort of- katie knows that's what I'm i think guess. too oh. Wow. 
I don't. Yeah. Really, wow. But it's like a petri dish situation. So I don't know if it's like a stem cell situation to to create the mm-hmm. cell division required for growth. Because yeah, you don't just water it or put it in the sun or whatever. Right. Um. I, my understanding is that at this point it exists, but is not particularly cost effective. Mm. Um, so I don't know scaling up, um, but yeah, I I vaguely understand how it works, but it is not something I could do myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think we gotta. There's gotta be you know that idea of like at the Olympics there should always be one competitor who doesn't do the thing or who's like an, a true amateur, <laughs> so that you can really see how good these people are. I think there should be that with like scientist versus your best guess. <laughs> and it's just like a show, like you're literally just like, how, so how does gravity work? <laughs> right. And we see like how close you can get to the, or it's like, I think the moon is pulling on something. <laughs> you could make that a whole game show called like, who's the scientist. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, and I would probably never get it. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know. It all sound like gibberish to me. Yeah. Just me frantically Googling how do beef. (laughs) Well, I mean, the way uh, nature makes beef, I don't truly. It's like (laughs) an an animal eats grain and hangs out in the sun and produces beef. Like, I don't. Right. (laughs) I don't understand how that works at all. Like, I I don't. The idea that cows make beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake, I don't think you quite get it still. <laughs> I, I don't understand it at all. I don't. I eat potato chips, and that makes bones in my body. Like I don't. <laughs> That's crazy. beautiful, Jake. That's very naturalist of you. I like it. I Jake it. hit me pretty good the other day, uh, a couple weeks ago, where I was talking about taking a, a tour of a Parmesan factory, and it made me realize how long Parmesan takes to make, and I'm like so flippant with it i'll like grind it eat it not appreciate that this is like a three-year process and jake's like well do you hear how long it took to make that burger <laughs> i was like oh yeah you're right they have to grow the cow and <laughs> they have to get two cows to fuck <laughs> that's like, that, the hardest that- part <laughs> they're disgusted by each other they all think the other ones are fat cows <laughs> Man, Ryan, I think you just pitched a far side cartoon. <laughs> you expect me to have sex with that fat cow? <laughs> a cow with sunglasses on? <laughs> and for some reason, there's two cavemen next to it. <laughs> it would be nice. If just like on my kitchen counter, I'm growing like rosemary and basil, I could always have, I could also have a little beef plant. I, I think yeah. that would be a, a wonderful development. Just to have a little Petri dish on the windowsill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is this not, okay, in, is it Batman and Robin or Batman, whatever the one with Poison Ivy mm-hmm. and Mr. Bat- Freeze. Batman and Robin. Thank you. Batman and Robin <laughs> is not. Poison Ivy's goal, some sort of like human plant hybrid. I believe that's what she's working uh, on. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I think something like that. I think she wants everything to be like natural or like plant. Yeah, like you're saying. Which is why she's genetically engineered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> A big freak man. Weird freaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Bane and all of his guys are just like 
rollerblade guys in a laser tag. Oh my god, place. black light. Yeah. 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 That movie the is movie's really good. An absolute blast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched it like three years ago. Obviously the plot didn't stick with me well enough, but uh it, it is like a visual Everybody blast. chill. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. And Alfred is dying of stage one of McGregor syndrome. Oh my god. What is that? It's not real. <laughs> yeah. McGregor. Yeah. It's it's really good. And it's a fake disease. He got a fake disease. Well, Batman is fictional, Jake. Um, so, but not Robin. Robin's not fictional. He's real. No, no, no. Yeah, the circus is real. He's real. You're right. I guess there's nothing in that. Gotham isn't real. None of it's real. Why would the diseases be real? Mm-hmm. In the world of Batman, it is real. But right. I think, yeah. What do you think they were imitating with McGregor's? Lou Gehrig's? <laughs> it's a name, yeah, right? Don't, I don't know no. another name disease like <laughs> the that. famous Hodgkin's? Gotham baseball player, yeah. <laughs> McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody at Gotham's doing the like milk bucket challenge. <laughs> <laughs> they should do more of that. Just left of regular earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um. Sometimes, you know, you could do a scene, but it's like, no, we played out the whole scene. I right got one. Do you mind if I start one? You got one? Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, I mind. Let's keep talking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, wow. You guys have a lot of really great stuff here. I uh, I haven't been to a nursery in some time, but you guys have some beautiful plants here. This is a really, wow. Smells good in here. Yeah. Thank you. Are you smelling? Is it... Um... It's kind of a baby powder smell, right? Yeah, something like that. Is that from one of the flowers or plants in particular? Yeah, we've actually, um, if you want to come back, we have a special green room in the back if you want to see some new stuff we've been working sure, on. Sure, yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm actually here because I am I just moved, and so I'm sort of trying to fill out my garden and get some herbs for the kitchen and stuff like that, hoping to maybe pick up a beef plant or something like that. Oh, you've come to the right place. Oh, so good. Yeah, so the um, herbs and stuff, you want the basics, sure. That's all out front. You know, you walk past it on the way in. But um, let me take you back here. Um, So in this greenhouse is, we're kind of a -a one-of-a-kind nursery. We have a lot of... It smells um, much different in here. (laughs) Yeah, so this is where we've been developing a lot of our hybrids. Um, So, you know, you mentioned a beef plant specifically. Um, You know, I know that that's been kind of popular in conversation, but we've actually got some pretty exciting new developments here. Um, really? Yeah. So that, that baby powder smell I mentioned, um, it's a specific purpose. So have, have you thought about growing any um, humans at your house in your new place? Oh my God. I No, I hadn't thought about that at all. I was, to be quite honest, this was going to be my first beef plant. So that was where I was sort of starting, but you can grow like person, like human. Do we call that something? Is it just flesh? Um, it's just full, full babies. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. When they're ripe, you take them off and it's a, it's just a baby. Wow. Okay. But it, well, I'm looking more for it, my kitchen. I don't want to eat any people. So I think I'll just stick with a beef plant for today. Maybe a rosemary plant and make some steaks or something, you know? Okay. Okay. So, beginner stuff 
I guess so. I don't really want to be sure. talked down to while I'm at the nursery, but yeah, I'm a bit of a beginner. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just, it's like I said, we're kind of a specialized nursery. So our, our clientele usually has Jeez. a level of familiarity that, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry. I just, no, I didn't know I was I'm such a noob. I'm, I'm really sorry. I, uh, I am sort of punching above my weight here, I guess, but I would love to see what else you guys have. Hi, I'm sorry. I've been looking for a minute now and, um, I'm trying to buy one for my wife, but she doesn't have exactly a green thumb. <laughs> Do you have a baby plant here that's, like, unkillable? Because I just can't deal with, well, dead babies growing off a plant inside my home. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We have some that, you it's know, our are, anniversary. are... Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, this is a super thoughtful gift, I think, um... I think she'll she'll love kind of whatever you get. And none of them, I, I wouldn't describe any of them as unkillable, but we have some that are like actually really appropriate for bathrooms. Just a lot of, you know, the oh, yes. natural humidity in there <laughs> does a lot of the work for you. So, you know, so it's less remembering a watering schedule and, you know, just kind of the steam from your shower can, can help um, grow the baby. <laughs> oh, perfect. A baby plant just right next to our toilet or shower. Yes. <laughs> we got to Dan's bathroom. <laughs> hey, could you, could you move me out of here if you're going to do that? Uh, um, look, you didn't mind it when you were a little baby. <laughs> no. And now you've grown up to be quite a rambunctious little boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, as a baby, I, I didn't really understand that there's a room in this house that people don't shit in. If I could move to that room. Okay, but you'll die if I do. You'll die if I do. <laughs> Take better care of me. Why are, why are those my options? You're my wife's plant. <laughs> Tell her to take better care of you. I try. I try to. I'm, I was looking for you to help me out. She said she likes that I'm in here. She says it makes it feel a little bit like a museum or something like that. Hey, Peter, uh, are you guys using the bathroom or are you just kind of <laughs> chatting with your baby there? I, I just sort of have to go. There's only one bathroom in your apartment. Oh, yeah, you could go, but I really, I mean, I would give it five or ten minutes, I would say. No. But Oh, shoot. Okay. All right, I'll wait. Yeah, I'll wait. I mean, if you have no, to go, you can go. Give me a break. Please, I don't want to go back to back. No, if you have to go, go ahead. What? Oh. oh you you thought, don't know about my baby plan? I guess I did. I just didn't know. I didn't know there were such complainers. <laughs> I'm not. You. I live where you shit. <laughs> Yes. Please just put me out in the in front of a window or something for a little bit outside. Let's just say this one might be getting a trim pretty soon. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> guys. I think I'm just going to run to the grocery store a little quick. The bathroom seems a little backed up. Oh, uh, I'll God. be right back. Keep partying without me. No, no, no. Go ahead. Use it. You go, go oh, ahead and use it. Go ahead and use it. Just light a candle. Yeah, oh, yeah, but fun. he doesn't want me to. I don't want to shit Thank where I'm not you. welcome. Oh, now you know? my friends are leaving the party. <laughs> he said he would come back. He won't. I guarantee he won't. I barely... You know who that is? No. That's Sean William Scott's brother. Okay? <laughs> I don't... I still don't know who that is. Jesus. I mean... <laughs> I'm going to put American Pie in here. You're going to watch American Pie. I'm going to Great, great. I love that. So far, all it's been is true, pro true crime podcasts while people are showering. 
I'd love a little entertainment. You have a very dark picture of the world, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Hey, wow, look at this. This guy's in the kitchen now. Last, I was over here maybe last year for Christmas or something, and he was stuck in the bathroom. He sure is grown up big. He sure is. Don't don't leave a shipwreck. God, yeah. (laughs) Shipwreck, huh? Huh? That's right. Talking to the stiff. Stifler, the Stiffmeister. Have you been holding in an insult for me for a year? <laughs> no, I, I just watched American Pie. It's my only reference point. Yeah, don't leave any pies around him, dude. <laughs> Trust me. I, as I understand, they're only for sex. <laughs> well, no. I, no, we brought a pie over for Christmas. It's, a, it's an apple pie, and this is for everybody to enjoy, you know, to eat. But- sex with. To eat? <laughs> yes, to eat. Hey, this thing of human plants is getting out of hand. I mean, I've already... I'm neglecting my whole real son for this thing. I, 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 I think they should regulate this technology. I, They should have asked me... You know, you, you need a license to drive a car. Mm-hmm. You should have to have a license to have it. Look at him over there. He's trying to find a radio to get in touch with lesbians. I showed him American Pie 2 the other day. It's like there's more than just lesbians on the radio, but you can't explain that to him. I don't hear any lesbians. <laughs> talk radio or something. You can't say that around company. <laughs> hey, um, back at the nursery, and I bought a baby plant here a while ago, and it just... It grew up to be a little obnoxious, you know, and I was wondering if you have anything sort of in between, you know, because I think in between, I don't know. I I guess it's kind of like when you get a puppy and you want it to stay a puppy mm. forever, but then of course it becomes a big dog. Sure. Is there any baby sure, so plants that just sort of stay babies and are just sort of goo goo gaga cute? Um, you know, and um, unfortunately we, we haven't found any that, don't eventually get horny. Um, oh, yeah. And I know that you know, that that does make it harder. You can. Have you thought about, you know, re, repotting? Sometimes they just need a, a bigger pot. They need to to stretch their legs, literally. Right. Um, That's a great idea because both my beef plant and my baby plant are getting pretty <laughs> horny. And it's 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 just Ooh, making my house not, really complicated. Do not keep them in the same room. Yeah, well, I wish I would have known that before. Oh no, okay. I I actually am going to have to make a couple of phone calls. We've had a. I'm not really supposed to talk about this legally, but oh no, please. We've had a couple of incidents here with some. Oh no, accidental hybridization. Um, I thought you were going to call beef PS on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The, the concern is actually what will will come of this. Nobody cares at all how you treat your beef plant. Oh, so thank God. Yeah. Um, thank God. But yeah, if you if you're developing your own little beef babies, you know this this is a highly regulated industry. Um, okay. And so I, well, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not really doing that. You. I'm not developing my own beef babies. That would be that would be crazy. <laughs> be crazy to have a beef baby baby hybrid human. <laughs> That's that's not what I'm doing in my home greenhouse. Okay. Hey, man, uh, the- attention. <laughs> attention, customers. Uh, there's a car in the parking lot with the windows rolled up and two beef plants cooking in there. Uh, the license plate is uh, BZRDY. Not me. Not me. 
We see a bunch of hungry guys start moving towards the van. Hey, hey, get away from there. Get away. Put down that fork and knife. Hey, you left it in here, man. You left it in here. I'm a hungry guy. Yeah, but it's in my car. What if I just left takeout in there? You wouldn't eat it. Do you guys have any sort of policy with this? You don't have a, a, a parking lot attendant who keeps hungry men away? I'm sorry. That's... We don't have control over the hungry men. Oh my I, god! Yeah, this, it, this in, does inside need more the store, yes. But I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you. We 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 got in way over our heads here. <laughs> We've Same. created. Same. Yeah. We've created beef and baby plants. Yeah, monsters. This got away from us. <clears throat> hey, one day soon. We can only hope. You know. Hopefully yeah. that won't be a funny scene someday. <laughs> hopefully that'll just be regular. Yeah, yeah hopefully. Yeah, we, uh, regular scene. We're a pretty political podcast <laughs> where we're kind of aspirational. This is just our vision for the future. Yes. Really? Yes. Um, I was at a plant nursery once and there was um, what appeared to be just a regular pickup truck parked outside that was full of bees. Like... <laughs> Ah. bees swarming this truck wow. and i assume that they were like transporting a hive or a queen or whatever mm-hmm. but a very that, scary sight to see and a very crazy drive like you, to have bees in traffic or like <laughs> to get rear-ended with a bunch of bees is crazy if you yeah are getting pulled over <laughs> <laughs> uh do you follow um like i follow i think one but maybe multiple b people on tiktok Mm. who just like they film when they go to someone calls them they're like hey we have a swarm in our trash can and so that she'll film herself and she films herself like grabbing the bees looking for the queen like she has a little queen clip and she takes the queen and puts it in the truck and then all the bees come do you follow any of those i have I don't use TikTok. I have yes. seen videos like this, and most of what I have seen is other people getting angry and being like, that's not how you handle bees. <laughs> so I don't know what's real. <laughs> well, she's not getting stung, so it seems like it is how you handle bees. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who are these people who are not bee people watching a bee person? That's so. That seems like such a niche thing. I doubt they're like just trying it out, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know. People have done their own research. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, I love the internet, man. It's just so funny. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I, there was a, I follow just like a Dungeons and Dragons meme Reddit. It's just pretty bad, unfunny memes about Dungeons and Dragons, but every once in a while there'll be a funny one and I'll send it to people I play with. And someone posted one that was like four images. It's like a meme and it's like, uh, a woman giving birth is one. It, they're, they're like it looks like almost like the drawings outside of like a women's or men's restroom. You know, they're like very like normal stick drawings. Like a woman giving birth, a guy getting hit in the nuts, and it's like the pain amount of all of those. <laughs> and like the fourth one is like not listening to your dungeon master or whatever, some dumb thing like that. Mm-hmm. And that's the most extreme pain, right? <laughs> but. The image they had chosen that some random person just wanted to be funny on the D&D page, picked this image, they Googled it and whatever, had the pain tolerance. Wor- it was worse to get kicked in the nuts to give birth. 
And so the whole thread is people being like, actually giving birth is way worse than getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> and like guys chiming in and being like, as a man who's been kicked in the nuts, ladies, it, it, we are so thankful that you give birth. It is worse. And it's like a <laughs> virtue signaling and like. Someone just wanted to make a little funny Dungeons and Dragons joke. Right. right. And it, there's like 400 comments. Just everything oh being God. an open forum is not a good idea. Yes. It's right. awful. And that, that would be like walking around a party and just popping in on the last sentence of every circle's conversation and being like, actually, I don't think so. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you were not talking to us. Like, we're not in the same when, conversation. Yeah, and it's like a system where you are imagining that everybody is equal in the conversation, but the only people that choose to talk are indignant people. So the only people whose feelings you see are indignant people, and it's like this unfair balance of voices that you're hearing. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you guys, having various podcasts and shows, do you have... Um, fans ever like reach out over Twitter or whatever and they're kind of overly familiar or do that thing where it's being mean as a joke but they're not your friends and so it's actually just mean <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, yeah here and there I maybe a lot more than I know but I started like mentally blocking it out a while ago it's just like someone not getting it really I don't know what do yeah. you I, I guess I don't have a good answer so I shouldn't have started talking <laughs> I think occasionally the people who are like, we share the same sense of humor. And then they'll do a thing. And I'm like, oh, uh -uh, don't say that out loud. <laughs> don't, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. I think that this is kind of adjacent. But my big recommendation to anyone who does fan art is make the person less ugly than how you see them. Because <laughs> somehow people will be like, hey, I drew you. And it's like. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not like Picasso style, they just think your face is broke. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like just a big swing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, even if, if it was a personal friend, if I were to draw a portrait of someone, oof, I'm worried. I'm worried <laughs> right. about how that's going to be received. <laughs> right. Absolutely. It's like, it's the next step of telling someone like, oh, you look like for me all the time, Napoleon Dynamite. It's like, mm -hmm. you just have to be really confident that the person you're comparing them to is someone you'd be happy to be compared to. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be an up, not a down. Yeah. I get, I, oh, go oh, ahead, Jake. No, go ahead, Katie. Oh, I was just going to say, anytime anybody compares me to someone that they think I look like, it could. it's just anyone with dark eyebrows. We don't <laughs> have to look alike in any other way. Yeah. We don't, it's a... Men and women. Right. People are just like, you know who you look just like? Uh -huh. And then I go, nope. Do you have a comparison <laughs> that you like? Someone you've been compared to that you like flattered by? Um, I mean, some, like, if someone says, like, Amanda Peet or something, it's like, I think that she's beautiful. I don't think we look alike. <laughs> I think we just both have dark eyebrows. <laughs> um. But yeah, some are weirder. Some people will be like, you look just like my cousin. And then they show me a picture and it's like a 50-year-old woman that just also has dark eyebrows. Right. Go, okay, thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. I I find uh, there's like, I've been in both positions where somebody has maybe like reached out to me 
over something I've done or whatever and has been like very uh complimentary and very nice and stuff like that and like <clears throat> uh but it feels slightly uh it's like more than I know how to uh like take in without feeling weird like it feels like a lot uh and i've also been that person who's like trying to let somebody know how much their art has meant to me or done for me or something like that and felt myself being mm-hmm. like i need to pull back a little bit like i uh because it feels like oh if i can really convey how much this meant to me or whatever they'll that'll be great we'll have <laughs> and it's like but Anytime someone has done that, not anytime, but a lot of times when someone has done that for me, I've been like, oh, I don't know how to take this. This is uh, slightly overwhelming Mm -hmm. Uh, and like striking that balance of like, hey, I really like what you do. Thanks so much for doing it. It means a lot, but also in a way that doesn't feel like trite or sort of like it's like that balance, I think, is tough for me. I feel like it depends on what you're expecting because I think sometimes there's a vibe of like, well, see, we're bonding and, and this is going to lead to a conversation. And it's like, really all you can expect is maybe thank you or (laughs) nothing (laughs) because they don't owe you anything. Um, Well, it's also, yeah, I fall, yeah, I fall just firmly on the side of um, never telling anyone how I feel about anything. So. <laughs> Stay silent, never make yeah. a mistake, never make a connection, baby. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it is uh, hard if somebody comes up and like is really flattering because they know a lot of your stuff, but you just don't know them or what they do because you don't have like a, I love you or thing too. It's like... All I have to say is, yeah, thank you for the compliment. I don't know anything else about you, <laughs> but you can't yeah. say that second part, you know? Yeah. Or I feel, I don't have a specific memory or be, of being like explicitly trained in this way, but I think I have that same thing where my initial reaction is like, well, I should reciprocate this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then sometimes it's right. like, I can't right. either because I don't have information or I just can't do it honestly. <laughs> right. Um, like the equivalent of like if weird. someone's like, hey, nice hair. And you're like, oh, thanks. I love your shirt. But if it's like, hey, I love your podcast. And you're like, I, 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 I don't know anything <laughs> I like about hair. you yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I there it can bother me because it's like I have boundary issues and just don't, you know, and don't ever want anyone to feel bad about anything ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and I do have to like remind myself of like. That try to be in the mindset of like, okay, if someone's saying something to you, it's because you did something that was like meaningful to them. And they are like trying to convey that and just don't have the language for it. And I've like been on the other end of that. And I think the way I've seen it the most that I'm like, this is how I would do it with someone I respected is like hanging out with Betsy Sodaro. You get people, people like love her for, uh, and she like crosses over a ton of different audiences mm-hmm. um and so like a lot of people like come up and like she's very cool about it and she's always happy but one time one guy was just like hey you're on disjointed right and she was like yeah and he's like right on good for you that's awesome and then he just like went about his day and it's like yeah that's nice it wasn't like oh my god like you're so fun like a thousand things in a row it's like mm-hmm. i'm happy for you that's cool see you later it's like yeah that's kind of the way it should be right yeah, yeah or oh go ahead jake no, no. <clears throat> please uh that to me too uh i i have 
zero amount of like celebrity. So people don't do that kind of thing. But I've seen it happen to other people where people just run up and yell the name of something you've done. <laughs> and it, like, what do you do? Or the equivalent Top girl. for me yeah, is or when people don't, it's not a compliment. They're just saying like a fact. Like yeah. when people are like, oh, you have a lot of hair. And I go, the Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I get that with your tall. You're uh-huh. tall. I sure am. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Um, I, I, dude. <laughs> I, I have this scenario in my, <laughs> in my head right now. I just got a, a new tattoo. Um, uh, and it is like inspired by a, a song that I like. And in my mind, it's like I would never tell the, that person because I think if someone told me that, it would make me feel like a little bit like overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, it's also like an artist who like in my fantasy of the world, we could be friends, but I'm never going to be friends with anybody who I have a tattoo of something they said on my <laughs> body. You know what I mean? It's like, can you show the have, new like, tat? Uh, yeah, sure. Let me see it? it. It's cool right here. Oh, that's a great. That looks great. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a uh, Jeff Rosenstock lyric. It's 84 degrees forever is what it says on it. And it's like a picture of a guy on a beach with the umbrella loosely inspired by the beaches of Cinque Terre, which I in Italy, which I love. But gorgeous. um, I think Annie Wu designed it. Our logo designer. Love it. Oh, that's cool. I I feel like getting a tattoo of something. Like that. I get what you mean where it's like, I can't just tweet a picture of this at somebody and expect them to do anything with it. I I think to me, on that level, you're you're engaging with the art at the point that it is outside of that person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like if you ever met and did become friends with this person, that it would be fine to be like, by the way, I love that song. I have this tattoo. And at that point, it's not weird because you know them personally. Right. But I feel very comfortable with, like, I'm engaging with something that you have created and let go of. Mm-hmm. And so I actually don't have to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Smart. That makes sense. Again, completely just avoiding <laughs> human contact. <laughs> but it works. Dan, that tat's been in the works for a while. I'm glad you finally got it. Thank you. Got it yesterday. Well, cause I was going to go see him tonight, but I don't think I'm going to go because mm. of the old Omicron. But I was like, I want to, I've been, yeah, like you said, it's been the works for a while. And I've that been kind of hemming and hawing. Good for being done yesterday. Yeah. 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 Is that, yeah, yeah. Like healing well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Healed, I guess I got super stem cells, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I, oh, yeah. I guess cells. I'm Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot. Wolverine should have more tattoos, shouldn't they? Would they? Would they go grow away? out? Yeah. Oh yes, yep. Never mind. Whoa. I do think it's <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Wolverine's interesting to me because he has natural mutant qualities with the healing and stuff, and I guess that's what made him even a candidate for the procedure of receiving an adamantium skeleton. <laughs> but I do think it's wild that he already. Was like a super guy. <laughs> right. and like, you know what? Before they added the extra metal to his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And claws. He needs claws. Right. <laughs> he would have already been the world's best boxer or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I'm here for a tattoo. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> sorry. I'm a pupil. 
Oh, great. Yeah, great. I'm, tra- I'm uh, training. I, I may be uh, nice to be Jedi. Um, you maybe recognize me. I've been in here a few times before. Uh, maybe the trainer, he doesn't, but the trainer does. How you doing, Claire? Hey, nice uh, to see you again. Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, my mom tattoo, it, uh, it's gone again, and I just want it redone, I guess. Yeah, you know, um, Logan, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. I know the first time you came in, we did say that our store policy is um, lifetime free touch-ups. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. Um, did I guess I don't really know how to say this. I... Your body isn't like other people's bodies. Oh and my God. um Whoa, it's just... I thought we couldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> right, God, this is in front of my intern. Wow. Um I got in huge trouble for that. <laughs> well, the way you said it was less true and more rude. <laughs> I'm learning a lot today. I'm I I mean to state this not as commentary but as just um physical reality of of I mean we can redo it and and I I understand it's just we we got to start charging you for it again. I'm really sorry. Man. Oh man, that fucking sucks, bub. Um <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know, I I was thinking of getting a new one. How about this? Can we do a you touch this one up again for free, gratis. Tattoo shop rules. It doesn't say for free, but not for free for mutants. That's true. That's true. I guess we don't want to be discriminatory. And then do a, we'll do a new one. I've had a new idea for a tattoo that I've been thinking of. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Th- that's okay. So we're going to redo touch up the mom one. And then um, did you, you said you have a concept in mind for the new one? Yeah, it's just cursive Jean Grey. Okay. I got a um, crush on this lady, and she's with some other bub. And uh, I, uh, I think maybe getting a tattoo of her name on me will kind of show her how much I like her. You know, in most cases, um, you know, I, I, I tend to advise people against getting tattoos of romantic interests. But it, since I know in your case it's going to be temporary, sure, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. So, um, and so we don't have fights in the future. What's the story with this? You're fixing it for free, like the shop rules, or you know, are we? Is it a new deal? You know, I don't have paperwork drawn up yet for it to be a new deal. I'm for this one. I'm just going to bank on you not wanting to get it again. I don't. Oh no, I will. No, I'm, this is going to change everything <laughs> with me and Jean Grey. I guarantee it. Okay. Well, you know. Oh, go ahead. Maybe you could sketch this one up. I could sketch it for sure. All right. Is it Gene like J-E-A-N or G-E-N-E? Huh. <laughs> also, I have a similar question about Gray. <laughs> you know, I never write her name down. <laughs> Maybe we'll do two. We'll do two. One on each arm. And I'll look it up. Or maybe I'll look it up and then come back. Maybe. No, I'm here already. Hey, what's up? My name's Colossus for Retouch It 2. (laughs) Whoa. Hey, man. Hey, what's up, Logan? How you doing? Thanks for telling me about this shop. Uh, It's awesome. Yeah. Great deals here. Retouches for life. Yeah. Check out my bulldog on my arm. Pretty sick, right? 
Yeah, very it's a little overweight. fuzzy. Last time I went and turned silver, it uh, kind of went fuzzy. So I need a little mm. free retouch, please. Okay. Well, go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pop open Instagram real quick and see how Jean Grey spells her name. <laughs> Unless do you know that off the top of your head? <laughs> I don't. I, that's your girlfriend, right? Well, hopefully. Yeah. I, I'm it getting, seems I'm like love it. To be honest, but, yeah. the way you guys hang out, it seems like it. I am so happy to hear that, bub. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess Colossus, if you want to head uh, out, we have we have your your huge chair in the back. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. It just every time I turn silver, it keeps getting fucked up. So I'll probably be here in next week too if I get pissed off. <laughs> okay, I I don't what. Why do you keep getting tattoos? Well, because they look awesome. When I'm just looking like a regular guy, I want to look like hard, you know? I can't walk around silver all day. And you can't tattoo the silver, you said, so. No, no, there aren't. We don't have needles that can do that yet. (laughs) So, Claire, you've come to the senator's office with hopes that I'll pass a bill that mutants can't get tattoos anymore. (laughs) Yes, I... I would love to keep this anonymous if, if we could. Um, you know, they a lot of my business is with mutants, and it's it's nothing personal. It's truly it's nothing personal. Um, well, for, but for yeah, me it is these disgusting creatures. We can't trust these mutants. I'm having a vision. That. Claire's at the center. She's <laughs> trying to screw us on tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> we must get down there at once. <laughs> All right, so. Senator, okay. you and I have you and I have really different views on this, but I I have really mixed feelings, honestly, about coming to you for this. But there there just needs to be some sort of law. It hurts small business. Hey, yes, for, this for is them. the way this type of stuff happens. You don't really agree with my politics, but you agree with the parts that affect you negatively. It's it's win win, and we get to get those disgusting mutants off the streets eventually. I don't. I don't know about off this off the streets. Is it? I mean, I understand there might be. I I understand I'm engaging in maybe what I would consider a necessary evil here. But yes. is, is there any way that we could maybe scale it back? Just just well, the this tattoo is just thing. step one of my plan. First, no tattoos. Storm, blow the door. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, these disgusting mutants are here for you. For me? No, guys, I'm so sorry. I didn't. What are you doing trying to make it so we can't get tattoos? Professor X pulls up with a tattoo of uh, uh, Stewie Griffin. (laughs) I need my Stewie retouched. Well, Professor, for you, the the retouches are normal. It's just for the people who have. Oh, normal. You know I hate that word. I, uh, on, do you have an alternative for me to use? What? No, well, it's well, well, Charles. It seems you and I have a common enemy for once. Ian McKellen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Magneto, get out of here! Surely your tattoos have not been touched. I have tattoos that I would like retouched (laughs) on the daily. (laughs) The magnetism makes them get very blurry very easily. 
Look at these disgusting mutants fighting. This sick, isn't this sick? No, no, they can't even agree amongst themselves. I think. I shouldn't have come here. I this isn't. I don't know why they want to keep getting tattoos. They don't work. <laughs> to sh- I don't know either. They're freaking freaks, aren't they? These disgusting mutants. <laughs> All right, Magneto, throw my chair with me in it at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that? Oh, disgusting! (laughs) Wrong answer. (laughs) See? (laughs) Thanks, Jake, for the edit there. Appreciate it. When I say I could have done that all day, I'm being absolutely serious. I know. I was like, what other X-Men could come in here and have funny tattoos? Stewie on Professor X is pretty genius. Mm. That's so stupid. I I was wondering, do you think Cyclops could adapt his eyes to maybe like laser tattoo people? Oh yeah. Tattoo removal even. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Maybe he could start his own business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, um, I think I've probably done more X-Men scenes than any improviser alive. (laughs) I think it is so funny. (laughs) That was a, that was a good premise that that could easily be a sketch. No problem. All the Mm, X-Men have their tattoos getting messed up. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Hey, write it. I was trying to figure out how they pay for them. <laughs> yeah, like how do they make money? Yeah. I was wondering that because we did an episode recently about <laughs> trying to raise money to get your kids into the school for gifted children that Charles Xavier runs. And I was like, how does he pay for that school? Where does he get his money? Have they explained that? Because it's a very extravagant you know, situation there. Yeah. And is he not taking mutants if they can't afford it? That seems crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, well, he, they've got to have some sort of endowment program with scholarships available. I think it's implied that yeah. Professor X is so smart that he's just very well invested. You know, he's got plenty of <laughs> rental properties and he's flipping stuff and he, he probably got in early on crypto at this point. I bet you <laughs> I bet you he invented crypto. That's what I think. Yeah, there no, probably he's the is an X Man named Crypto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bitcoin. Crypto. It's Satoshi. Could, could he use uh could Professor X use the what's it, Cerebro mm-hmm. and get like insider stock information? Absolutely, yes. yeah. Or convince yeah. everyone to send him one dollar. <laughs> <Not Venmo. laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone got, I can connect with sends me one dollar. He's got that tip jar thing set up on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are the good tweets? What are the good tweets? <laughs> <laughs> what are the good tweets? He's stealing tweets from people before they can tweet them. <laughs> but he does have pretty bad taste, so he's stealing like the wrong people's tweets. Right, right, right. Why aren't these doing numbers? <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't quite make sense for your voice, Professor X. <laughs> um, I do feel like uh, frequent listeners of the podcast will know that um, we've been talking specifically. I am forcing conversations about the Beatles get back almost every episode, but we have a, I would say almost an expert from this group. We're just going to talk about the Beatles podcast, Katie Plattner. Uh, uh, I'm the least about. expert of anybody <laughs> yeah. on that podcast, but I did. I, mm, 
I know a fair amount about the Beatles, and yeah. I did watch all of Get Back. Did you watch it, Jake? I feel like you would have. Uh, I'm not too. all the way through it. I, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm going I, at a slow pace, but I'm enjoying it. I feel like by this point, everyone will have heard every take about it and every conversation. So I don't know what more there is to say, but I do feel like Katie. Uh, what, uh, what what are your thoughts uh, on it? Oof. Um, I mean, I loved it. Um, it's. It's so cool to just watch them be guys, you know, that there's nothing mythical mm-hmm. about it or, um, you know, it is. I love getting to watch kind of the creative process or especially for the song Get Back, the moment everybody has talked about where you actually kind of see the little kernel of an idea turn into something. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very cool. And I also I talked about this on the Beatles podcast, but. I thought it was so funny how much they were like, no, that's corny or this is unhip. And they were so specifically thinking of that in a way where I feel like at least for me growing up, it's like those are just the coolest guys that ever were. They were just doing their own thing. They weren't they weren't even listening to anybody else. And it's fun to be like, no, they're just regular creative people that Mm -hmm. are the same as all of my friends, except that they um, did write a bunch of songs that are just maybe the best of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, even moments where they're like, whatever, like our dumb comedy equivalent would be, but they're like, I saw Fleetwood Mac the other night. That it's a pretty interesting, like what they're doing is kind of cool. And like, that feels like almost there's something like cool to know that they're like plugged in and curious about that. Mm-hmm. Either yeah. As there's creative a cool... people or as like competitive people. I don't know. In, um, there was that Hulu thing, McCartney three, two, one, where it's, Paul McCartney talking to Rick Rubin. Um, And it is very funny having watched that, then watching Get Back and being like, oh, that's just how you've talked your entire life. (laughs) Like, it's it's exactly the same. Um, But in that, he tells that story about, like, the first time they all saw Jimi Hendrix. And it was just, there was this club that they all like to hang out in that would have live shows. But just them talking about contemporaries is so interesting too of, Oh yeah, we were hanging out and all the guys from the stones and from the who are there. And like that, it is a community in a way that it doesn't, it's maybe not represented in that way. Or mm-hmm. people talk about like you're saying where it's competitive um, instead of like, no, they were all hanging out all the time. Yeah. And then they saw this new guy and everybody was like, Whoa. <laughs> and right. Uh, I think, too, just anyone who's kind of a living legend in whatever way. I love any time hearing about, like, what art were they just blown away by? Um, mm. So even if it's not a direct influence, um, I just, I mean, I, I'm i always thinking about, like, I wish that I could just know what Paul McCartney thinks of just anything that I like. <laughs> just being like, right. do you like the same bands as me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they just have good taste, and that's like half their deal. Yeah, you want to see Paul McCartney be like, "I wasn't crazy about Dark Knight Returns," and it's like, "Yeah, me neither, Paul." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we agree. I must. That, I would probably write music just like you. Actually, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would that affect your appreciation of him though? If he was like, in my opinion, Dark Knight Rises is the best Batman movie. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did. Does that affect your? Does it go both ways? I guess. Is it like, like if oh, he cool. liked something that you thought was like unequivocally like not good? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I mean, if it was something that I just didn't like but isn't harmful, I think that I don't care. Um, you know, like if we have different ideas on a movie or whatever, who cares? I think it's more that it's validating to me if he does like something that I like, you know, it's mm-hmm. a seal of approval or whatever. I mean, I think if I found out that he was into something that I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all, that's, I think, true for everybody where you have certain things that if you find out someone likes them, that it's like, wow, that actually kind of fundamentally changes my opinion of you. Right. I think there's something creatively endearing. I used to think people I looked up to were like pretentious about what was good and you could only like what was good. And, and it could, it could control how I felt about things and what I thought I was allowed to like and not to like. And I remember like year, like a decade ago, one of our friends met Vince Gilligan and was like, I do comedy. And he was like, you do com-, like the creator of breaking bad is like, you do comedy, man. I loved mad TV. And just like what, like the, to think that like the guy that made breaking bad also loves like what is, mm-hmm. was like a joked about like the worst sketch comedy show and like broader and just kind of like dumb comedy as people would define it. It's like, yeah, it's nice to just, I think real creative people just like what they like. And mm-hmm. like, that's kind of nice to see also. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I really liked about the get back thing was that like all the good moments or the moments where they discovered something was just because they were having fun and they all felt joy in it. Like I didn't ever see any moments where they were like grinding it out and that's how they found the answer. You know what I yeah. mean? It was like, well, we just have to play until it feels good and then follow that feeling. And then we can like figure it out. But like just yelling at each other never gets the solution or like, you know, yeah. proselytizing were, about the way it should be didn't seem that valuable to them, you know? Or there was a bunch of times too that they'd be like, something's not clicking. I don't know. Let's do something else and we'll come back to this later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of, yeah, like just beating something to death when it's, Right. They're not in the right space for it or whatever. Right. Well, one thing I think, uh, and maybe this has come up in anybody's conversations of it, is that, like, to me, there's, like, yes, it's the Beatles, so that's fascinating in its own right. But it's also, like, it was people being filmed constantly before that was a thing. So, like, you're not... And unless there's a bunch of more of these that I don't know about that are uh, for different bands, but it's like, you're, we really got to see something that like does not exist anymore. Like there are bands that I would like to see that with or artists or whatever, but it's like, we culture has shifted so much that it's like, you're constantly on, uh, you're always being filmed. You're trying to create an image. You're trying to create a brand or whatever, or endorsements or things like that. Mm -hmm. And so this get back thing is like, it, to me, it's layered of like, oh, it's the Beatles. This is so fascinating. But it's also people like reality TV before that. became Like, it, it's not mm-hmm. quite the real world, uh, but it, it has a layer of that there when they're like, <sighs> they don't even know what this is going to look like when it's done and stuff like that. Like, I think that part is like so cool and fascinating in a way that like, I had nostalgia for that idea as much as I did sort of the rest of it of like, mm. oh, I would love to see, um, like, I really like uh, the Jay-Z documentary for the Black album, Fade to Black or whatever. And like, my feeling on that is like, I don't get to see him enough in the studio, but it is like so fascinating to like watch Timbaland just run through a bunch of beats 
and like lit and watch Jay-Z do this thing. And it's like, now that has become so sort of the uh, like mechanized or corporatized in a way that's like, you don't get to see, you'll never get to see stuff like that without mm-hmm. them being so self-aware that they're doing it. Yeah. Or I think, I think now there is what you're saying, like a little bit of a push of like, oh, we're going to let the common person in on the process. But where it is, it's specifically like, okay, we're here on Instagram Live to walk you through what a day in the studio is like. And instead of, I mean, I think that's what was partially so crazy about Get Back to Me. It was fun watching. I mean, the footage was restored so well that it doesn't, you don't even feel how long ago it was Mm -hmm, in a way that's really cool where it made the, you know, the sixties feel realer in a way. Um, But also I was just blown away at how much they, nobody knew what this project was. They're supposed to be writing and rehearsing and eight different guys are coming up and pitching different ideas and asking them questions. And just, it would have, driven me crazy but also at the time thinking about that obviously this is all on film that they have and and tape for the audio that they have multiple cameramen and recordists and everybody around like how expensive this was to <laughs> film something with no plan yeah like i can't imagine anything now really having an equivalent type of budget to be like we don't know right <laughs> yeah it's- and and no multiple takes i mean there's Footage we didn't see, obviously, but like, I don't know if you all do this, but like, anytime I see something on Instagram or whatever, I'm like, I wonder how many takes that, yeah, or how many, like, Mm -hmm. like, I it would defeat their whole model, but it's like, I would love if there was like in the bottom corner, like a watermark of like what take this was. You had to show how many Uh, times you filmed it, yes, that's uh, genius. (laughs) (laughs) There's just also something nice about this piece of art, took like 40 years to make, not, yeah. 10 minutes you know what i mean like not 10 minutes and you saw the fourth draft you saw the first draft 40 years later (laughs) which is like yeah when is that gonna happen anymore you know and it's such an amazing feat of editing i think um just to have combed through and restored as much as they did but like how do you even put that all together coherently or it like tells yeah. a story it like sets little uh easter eggs early on that are like gonna pay off later yeah, on yeah like oh like, oh we i really wish who's gonna play keyboard yeah we, we need someone on keyboard we need someone on keyboard like it's a, it's very cool and one thing that bummed me out is why didn't we get to hear more of those yoko screaming tracks those were <laughs> awesome those were so such good music i love those uh that was such like a fight because especially in congruence with her being silent and still the whole time it's just like we're gonna do five minutes of yoko screaming now <laughs> yeah oh paul is not in the room or yeah so whoever is not in the room yoko go ahead go ahead yeah. <laughs> i also like that uh on the day that linda's daughter heather was in the studio that yoko did a little bit of that and they cut to heather looking at her like what <laughs> and heather's like four and then a couple minutes later they show heather on mic and she's just screaming <laughs> like, yeah i guess that's a really um accessible form mm-hmm. of expression yeah. is screaming <laughs> um 
I have like such a half idea for a scene. Could be fun. Try it. Um. All right. Well, I'm looking at all the footage that you all put together of us, and um, it's really amazing to just see it after so many years uh, and see it. It's so different than what I remember. Um, I'm wondering, there's like a lot of stuff in here that makes me look kind of annoying. I'm wondering if we could cut some of that stuff. I was, I wasn't that annoying, you know, when we were doing this, right guys? No, of course not. I think it's just, you don't like to hear your own voice. You know, it sounds different on the recording than it does in person. You're not that annoying. Okay. You were sure? Yeah. Because you just, uh, maybe you're just saying that because you look so good in this, you know. Uh, You know, you come off, you come off. Drummers are are cool. You know, drummers look cool. It's a cool thing to photograph. I I don't think I'm any cooler than you. Just, you know, you're vulnerable. You're out there. Yeah. And honestly, I think that you were kind of playing a numbers game. You know, if, if, if you talk, easily the most of any of us yeah you're gonna have maybe the most moments that seem kind of annoying Mm -hmm. Hmm. yeah we do have an annoying cut a more annoying cut of me like this is the less annoying (laughs) cut you're saying yeah you know we did like a oh man could i see like a scene from the annoying (laughs) cut i i I just don't remember myself being that way yeah sure yeah 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 all right uh this is a this is in the break room where you're looking for something to eat (laughs) hey what's up john how you doing hey how come your toast was cooked better than mine my Uh, toast was not as toasty as yours i think i I just sort of stood right by the toaster and watched my bread did you walk away yeah well no i thought i I didn't know you made your own i had i had mike make my toast you're making your own Uh, toast huh yeah (sighs) you okay you well, I just really had my toast. No, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Can you make my toast next time when you make yours? Because yours looked so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's no problem. Oh, it was a- too hot. <laughs> I can throw in a couple extra pieces of toast. Did you over? Did you put your tea in the microwave again? Yes. <laughs> okay, well. Hey, guys. Uh, if, if you guys have a second, I was hoping that while we have a little bit of downtime, we could maybe work on one of my songs. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let us just finish our toast and tea. Is and this we'll fat shoes? Right Is it fat shoes? Yeah, I was hoping we could lay down fat shoes. <laughs> and pause. <laughs> and if you want the rest of that scene, you got to go to uh, the needy uh, cut. The uh, needy cut. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The needy so. cut. Because that, that's when you stop being annoying. Uh <laughs> Well, and then it goes uh, to Mark starting to be needy. Yeah, then we got Mark's needy cut. We <laughs> we got a bunch of cuts. We, so the the cut we all just looked at is the amalgamation that feels like it peppers in everybody's a little, but doesn't focus too much on anything. I don't know. It just makes it look like he makes amazing toast all the time, and <laughs> I've made good toasts before. Well, brother, this was I mean, a weird I do. Day. I make great toast. What do you want me to say? I make great toast. It's a big emphasis for me. I think it's just how I focus. I mean, I mean, we have the footage of you when you made good toast, but we felt that that was an annoying cut. Do you want that in there? I can show you that one. I, I, I don't remember even this whole thing with the toast. So, yeah, I didn't know it would be so big in here, but I guess so. Yeah, okay, I guess this so. This is, again, part of the annoying cut, but here yeah. is uh, the time you made good toast. Okay. 
Okay, quick pause on fat shoes. Okay, I sure just What are you doing? You weren't fat shoes. You weren't even in the recording room. What's going on? It just feels like Yeah, just you guys were just making a little bit of a joke of my of my song, I guess. I guess yeah, John went to go make toast again. So No, it wasn't because of the song. It's just I got hungry and I made toast. And by the way, there's a new toast man in town. There's a new toast man in town. So if anyone wants a toast, I'll make you a great toast. It's never been a toast competition, you know? I agree. Why do you say new toast man? Cuz I always prided myself on my toast making. And you did great. I just made a really perfect toast. The trick is you can't pull it out before it's done. I know. I know. It's, it's not even really a trick. It's just the method. I'm just saying if anyone wants to take a break from fat shoes for one second. Well, you're second. being very annoying. Can we get back to fat shoes? I okay. think we are really on a groove. Yeah, yes, sure. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Sure, sure. Yes. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, my shoes, they don't fit on my feet. I'm getting bigger shoes, some big fat, fat foot feet fat shoes. shoes. Oh, yeah. oh, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Crunch. Oh, this toast sucks. I overdid okay, it. The toast again, man. <laughs> I overdid the toast. We did like 18 of your songs. We can't get through one of mine. So you hadn't even tried the toast before you declared there's a new toast man in town? <laughs> I got a little overzealous. <laughs> I was so excited. We're trying to record fat shoes. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you're right. man, it's hot. It keeps cooking after you take it out. So you you got to pull it out a little bit before it looks done. Okay, that's but not gr- too far. So do what? Not too far. Like sex with a lady. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> and pause. <laughs> So that, that's the hot toast steak. I was actually wondering, where are all your joke <laughs> bass hits? I You were doing those all throughout the recording, but there's not that. I didn't see any until the needy cut. Oh, yeah. That's a whole cut. Uh, horny joke bass cut is its own cut. I, I peppered in a couple, but I didn't want to overdo it. Are all, these, are all these different cuts why it has taken 45 years for you to make this? Yeah, I have four different eight, uh, five different eight-hour docs. Uh, okay, because you started editing the day after the cameras went away. I know. I know. I've been working hard at this. The rest of you went on to have great solo careers. I've been... And then I had a great cut, and then technology got a lot better, so I had to redo it. <laughs> About 1985, I had a crisp laser disc for uh, one of these, and then VHS comes along. Yeah, blows okay. yeah. your ass. Out of the water. Is it VHS I so crisp? Then VHS, VHS oh, yeah, is VHS. so amazing. Oh, that was very crisp. Well, <laughs> so crisp. I mean, the, 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 the there's a lot of dramatic irony in here. Obviously, knowing that Fat Shoes ended up being the most covered song of all time. Um, I mean, you know, I I don't want to say. I told you so, but I haven't had the chance before now. So a little bit, I, I told you so. It I was mean, covered I, as a joke. Okay, it I don't was, think. Uh, I don't. Hey, th- it, it's on TikTok we, every day, a new version, and I don't think people would do that if it was a joke. Have you seen what they're stitching to the song? No. It's crazy puffed up shoes full of toilet paper, some dirty, full of clothes. It's fat, fat shoes. It's not yeah. popular. It's, 
they're making fun of the song. It's like uh, nature footage of giant seals with laces on them going like, these are fat <laughs> shoes. It's, it's like a big car with a foot in it. Uh, it okay. They're just finding things, calling them fat shoes. Well, I see that you guys are concerned with being cool or whatever, and I'm just happy that people are enjoying it in whatever way they want to. I'm getting royalties every time, so I kind of don't give a shit if you're it's right. a joke or not. I'm sorry. Who made that fighting? smoothie you're drinking? It looks so much thicker than mine. How did you I'm, get... Who made that smoothie? I, I made my own smoothie. Jesus Christ. I mean, you just got to add a little bit more coconut water, man. Thin it like out. Like sex with a lady. Scene. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm always saying. You just got to add a little more coconut water. <laughs> you hydrate. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, well, Katie Plattner, Jake Jabor, thanks so much for being on the Man Dog Pod oh. New Year's Eve edition. Ooh. Oh, my God. We Thank hope, you. We hope everybody kisses something tonight as the ball drops. Something. <laughs> could be anything. Could be a person. Could be a plant. Whatever you want. Whatever is a basketball plant. Yeah. Ooh, a basketball a with lips drawn on it. <laughs> well, we know. I thought Katie you said got. a gift basket. I was like, that would work. <laughs> I'll kiss that. Who cares? I'll kiss a gift I'll basket. Yeah. Send me one. I'll kiss. I'll kiss a gift basket in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wrapped, unwrapped. <laughs> Um, and uh, one gift you can give yourself is um, we'll we'll go into plugs for our guests, but uh, you get Jake Jabor's book, "Training to Be Myself," which oh, thank you. I am reminded right now we have to we have two of those to give away right over my shoulder, That's so right. to, we'll have to pick the fans that best guess what dog Jake would be. We didn't get the right <laughs> guess on that last episode, but we'll just pick our favorite guesses and send them a free copy of the book. <laughs> Un- uh, unsolicited copies of my book. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Train to Be Myself, a fantastic memoir that Jake wrote, if you don't know Thank from that last you. episode. Um, uh, funny telling. It was a nice window into my friend and, and also like a, 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 I'm still reading it, but really cool to just see how talented he is jake anything else thanks. you'd like to plug or where people can find the book and and more uh yeah thanks uh you can uh get that book anywhere you get books uh i suggest like a fun uh local bookstore that you like um but you can get it anywhere but helps out a local bookstore helps me out a little bit more uh to order it from your local bookstore and that's about it you can if you're in la and you want to see some improv or do some improv you can go to we uh, org, uh, and I got classes and workshops and shows, and that's about it for me. And I'm so happy to be here. Y'all are always the best. I always look forward to this. So thank, thank you. you. Oh, we're happy, happy to have, have you, Jake. We love Big, you, buddy. Full throated plug for We Improv. I feel like it's an amazing space for anyone who listens to improv podcasts and is like, I've always been scared to try this, or I'm curious about it. It's such a uh, loving, supportive space of talented people. Oh, thank so, you. Thanks. Uh, um, Katie, anything you would like to plug where people can find you? Do you, you are you selling some of your uh, art right now? Um, yes, I have a couple of things, and I'm about to um, start making a couple of more prints. So um, you'd think that I would know the website. If you go uh, <laughs> on Instagram, Katie Doodle Hands is where you can find that. And I do have um, a big cartel store which is just my name, katieplatner.bigcartel.com. So all that's there right now is one print and a couple of stickers and stuff, but there will be more to come. 
uh, mainly that. And then I guess, yeah, I'm often on Screw It, We're Just Going to Talk About the Beatles, which is another podcast that comes out extremely irregularly and has been <laughs> officially ended more than once, but we still do it sometimes. So. <laughs> A dead podcast that keeps coming back. Um, and yeah, that art, you, uh, Katie's art's wonderful. And even just follow her on Instagram and see that stuff. It's always fun mm-hmm. and cool to Thank see. You. Totally. Um, Ryan and I, we got the Patreon, of course, patreon.com slash the man now dog. Join us there. What else, Ryan? Big we Grande, Big website. Grande website where stuff is always coming out from me, Dan, and our other buddies, John and Drew. Uh, there's a brand new Christmas special that's 10 mini improvised scenes that all take place at the mall. Uh, if anybody that's has amazing. any nostalgic holiday at the mall feelings i think that's where it kind of came from from all of us and man was it a lot of fun to make so check that out on our website Mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah Um, it's a lot of fun happy new year everyone thanks for being with us for 2021 and we hope to see you again next year and i am closing out with a burp coming up so that's a great (laughs) way to end the can can we count down from 10 and you burp and then that's new year's i may have lost the burp but we'll try yeah we'll we'll try let's try let's try okay (laughs) Ten, Ten, nine, nine eight, eight, seven, seven six, six, five, four, three, three two, two, one. Happy, Happy New Year! Year! Congratulations. <laughs>